0: This is Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast coming at you live on LAFC's YouTube channel. And you can already tell there's going to be a couple of twists in this because this is not Max Bredos. It's, of course, Dave Denholm. His goal calls are epic. They ring in your head. They live with you forever. The radio voice of LAFC, Dave Denholm, thank you for joining me here. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for that intro from Vince. Hey, look.
1: You're losing a little bit on the looks department with Max, but I'll be fine with the football. I think I think I can hang with Max, but uh, no. yeah,
0: you can. De- we can definitely talk through the football. I think I, I would love to have Max here so we could have like a goal call off, but instead we'll 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 stay with the radio voice. Like I said, this is the podcast. We've been doing podcasts every day this week, and we're doing this one live because we are here at Bank of California Stadium, live at open training. LFC. Just I think they're probably wrapping up training now, and Philly's going on to the pitch. Uh, we're starting to feel the excitement, Dave. Uh, we got a chance to go inside the stadium and see how it's been redressed. It's still very much, it, for LFC fans that might be frightened, it still very much looks like an LFC stadium, so don't worry about that. Um, but there was a bit of excitement for us to walk around and see. You feel it now, right, Absolutely,
1: Dave? absolutely. I think it's not tension. It's just an elevated sense of importance, really, not to overstate it, because you just feel different in there in the last, uh, you know, 24 hours really to build up now as we're less than 24 hours away mm-hmm. from kickoff and it's just well 25 hours away yeah yeah sorry uh maybe you do need to right maybe it's okay good night everyone no 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 you're but, doing a great job uh, yeah, because no, you know just...
0: you know how we work in soccer we don't tell people when kickoff is so they watch the. that's true
1: absolutely so you got to watch the pre-game dirty show. secret that's what i was considering you're right and it is. It's just different in there. You can kind of feel it with the national media, mm-hmm. obviously much more present for this game than you would usually see for any kind of regular season matchup. And that's been building through the playoffs, but this is different. It's a whole other level. It's, mm-hmm. it's absolutely what you play for all year, what we go through the entire season for. And when you look back, it like there's games, Vince, that even I don't even remember from this regular season, it seems. Like, I've been doing my studies, and I'm like, did we play that? Oh, yeah, right. we did play them way back in may or whenever it was it just seems like forever ago but now it all, it's all riding on these 90 minutes
0: max and i were talking about how when we went into the playoffs this day seems so far away and then now literally it's cooked no, that's up
1: right on us. that's absolutely right it has flown by it's kind of like when you have a little kid right what do they say when you have a toddler the days take forever but the years just fly by mm-hmm. that's kind of what the playoffs feel like sometimes you just want that next game to come and then now you look back and you're like wow here we are and you, you just wanted to savor every minute of it. That's really been the fun.
0: Well, both you and I have like, let's get to it. Like you even said, and I'm 100% agree with you. Why can't it be today?
1: I agree. Oh, yeah. I, I'm ready to call the game right now. <laughs> Fine by me. If we can get all the teams together and everybody can agree to it, I, let's kick off right now.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that. Dave Denholm will call the game. And it will be your first MLS Final Cup call. So I'm sure you're super excited about that. But for, I, LFC, for LFC fans, fans I, I, I just, I can't, I can't reiterate it, reiterate it enough, enough, the enough. The fact that, that your I voice call. is going to be <laughs> there for him because... This event is very much an MLS event. LAFC kind of steps back, even though it's in our home stadium. But the one thing that we will have, so maybe we do like the old kind of, uh, this is how my dad used to go when we watch baseball games. You bring in the, uh, do they have these anymore? The Walkman?
1: Oh, wow. Walkman. Uh, Walkman I, could, I was going to say transistor radio. radio that's yeah, transistor radio. Am, oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> you were going to go back even farther. But you can actually have Dave Denholm in your ears inside the stadium or if you happen to not be able to make it with tickets, you can listen to Dave Denholm. People
1: have told me they do that. I'm not going to say, you
0: know. People have told me they do that as well. That's,
1: you know, the thing that everybody wants to do. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, that's a great thing. And I used to do that as a kid. I'm not going to lie. So it's very cool that Mm -hmm. somebody would take the time to do that. And, you know, they hit me up on social media with it. I really appreciate those fans. Uh, They've been great. The fans of the black and gold have been great to me, no doubt, since day one. So I really appreciate it.
0: Well, you've been great to them. Uh, I don't understand how you have a voice every time I'm able to see you. Um, I'm assuming after – at about 3.34 on Saturday, you will be completely out of gas. Well, I got to tell you, living in L.A., that helps. It helps because I have
1: friends who are voiceover actors, and they really did help me. The first year, there were games where I really struggled afterwards. And even to finish up like a post game because once you stop, mm-hmm. once you stop that call – even for just a minute or two, mm-hmm. just would, my throat would tighten up, and it would be hard to finish the post game after the commercial break. Right, so I had a couple of friends who were voiceover actors, and they really helped me out with uh, what they use and things they tricks they do, and some of the, the stuff they use to get through that.
0: I'll forever have your Denny Buanga supporter <laughs> shield winner call in my head. And I love, I love that about oh. it. It's like, it's like the, you know, it's like the, the premier league commercial. There's always the one call. I think it's the <laughs> Gerard goal. You're kind of going to be that. I think for LAFC. Well, fans. it was
1: such a great moment, really perfect way to win the shield like that against Portland <laughs> at Portland. Come on, Vince. We've talked about
0: yes, it. Yes. We, They're hate so Portland. you sports hate Portland sports a lot. It's hateable. It's
1: not even, they're right up there. I'm a Cleveland bronze fan born and raised. They're right up there with the Steelers. I mean, they're beyond the Steelers for me. That's how bad that it's uh, – I hate the Portland uh, Timbers. The Cleveland the guy, anyone team.
0: that you hate more than the Steelers is a big deal. Absolutely. Uh, people are in the chat. We're here on YouTube. And Darren Keepers, who's a good friend of the show and good listener. What's up, views. Darren? Darren, shout out to you! Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. We've got a couple surprises because we're here live. Like Dave said, there's some media members here. Uh, we're gonna maybe bring some LAFC people through here. Um, so we've got some guests for you. We've got some surprises. But Dave and I, most importantly, will be getting you ready for that game, uh, giving you our thoughts, and eventually we'll give you some predictions. But I want to, in this moment, let's bring it, Let's bring in our first guest. Uh, we have a guest right off the top. Uh, he's someone that I'm very familiar with, and Dave has become familiar with. Uh, it's Connor Colopsis from 110 Football. Oh. He I just feel, happened, I
1: feel like I'm in your seat, really. You just have to be
0: hanging yeah. out here. Uh, before we start, I have to address it. Western Conference Champions hat. Who you wore that like you, that? You got it. Just came in. What's the what's the mindset to getting getting guys, you hey, Wait, it before you before you do this, we got to change yep. We're a rookie. I'm a rookie.
2: <laughs> anyway, I like to take everything one hat at a time, right? I like to celebrate the victories when they come. Tomorrow is an unknown. As much as I want to be optimistic and hope we we come away with the trophy, until then, I'll be rocking this Western Conference champion hat. Because we are that. We are that. That's a fact. We are that. That's a fact. That's for sure. This is facts,
0: not fiction. <laughs> so you're obviously a much younger man than both of us. Uh, when You, you think? S- yeah, a little bit. Uh, when you it's started watching LFC, you've been here from the beginning. The yes. F- five years through. So you were, uh, what, 11 when you started? <laughs> uh, but no, but to be fair. So you, you've kind of grown up with yeah. this team. Yeah. Um, but now, MLS Cup Final, What are, what? are has anything changed for you? Has this really cemented it more for you or you were in no matter what, what are the emotions that are going on? As a fan, it, it really does
2: feel surreal. And I don't want to just say that because it's a big occasion and we're yeah. at an MLS Cup final, but the amount of times, and like, we know how good this team is, right? Um, and we're going to be talking about if, M- if this is MLS Cup or bust, what it will mean if we don't come away with the trophy tomorrow. But regardless, we know how good this team is. We know how good this team has been in the past five years it has been around. And so... Being here at this occasion at MLS Cup, I I mean, maybe it hasn't set in yet. Maybe I need to get to that 24th hour um, until it really does. But, you know, I'm optimistic, I'm confident. And as a fan, I just I'm trying to sink it in as much as possible and just live in the moment uh, and not really shy away from the anxiety that will be a, a, a cup final. Well, because sometimes with knockout playoffs in any sport, really,
1: they're not that much fun. As it's going on sometimes. Like, I, I got to say, I love the victory mm-hmm. against the Galaxy in the playoffs. I was miserable. We that were. Whole game, <laughs> the calling the game. Game. Not because it wasn't a great game mm-hmm. or because LAFC didn't play well. They played great. But the Galaxy were battling, and I was just miserable just wanting that thing to be over with a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's more like relief for a big game like that. I think you have to enjoy tomorrow. You know, this is just... Yeah. It, it, you really do, Connor. You're right. You just have to kind of step back because sometimes I get a little caught up in we yeah. have to win, we have to Of course, that's the main goal, but you really also have to enjoy that journey. It sounds cliche, but right. how often does a team get to a final necessarily? It's,
2: it's a sense of pride because uh, over five years, the culture that this club has, has been able to put together, not just from fans, but everyone internally at the club and, you know, 110 football included, uh, the amount of work that all of us as individuals have put in just for the sake of this club succeeding. Um, it's kind of all, all cultivating to this one big moment, right? And there's a sense of pride to be able to represent your, your team in the city that that it represents. So, you know, I'm I'm not an L.A. native, but I feel like I'm going to be representing my city tomorrow in Los Angeles. And that's what this team does. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. It has really
1: captured the city, captivated football fans. And it's been amazing, really. And Let's be honest. You have to be good. They were good from the first kick, yeah. and that makes all the difference. Certainly, mm-hmm. I mean, you can say anything else you want. If you if you're a team who comes out and wins three games your first year, it's mm-hmm. going to be an uphill climb. But this team has given the fans
3: everything to be so you know
1: pumped up about, and they've responded. Certainly, uh, you know, enjoy it as much as you can. I know it's going to be nerve wracking, no doubt about it. I don't want to go to penalties. I can tell you that much. I don't know if this old heart can take it. We'll see, but. I got to tell you, that's, it's going to be exciting.
0: All right. Well, let's, let's get to the football because we're going we're to bring in a few guests in here. We're going to make sure that every single guest kind of goes through this and gives us a little bit of talking points that they're going to be looking for in the football. And then you're going to have to give us a prediction. So prepare I have that. to? You oh, have God. to. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, I didn't Yikes. know. If they, did they tell you before you sat in the seat? No. Nope, but I'll think about it while you talk. Okay, while you so uh, give, it, give us your take. Uh, I think we'll go through it like this for, for every, um, everyone that sits in this chair. Let's start with Philly. Philly will win if fill in the blank for me.
2: Martinez plays well.
0: Okay. Jose um, Martinez. Yeah, Jose Martinez. Defensive midfielder. He's ruthless. I, I, I,
2: in the regular season, yes, but in these playoff games, especially when you know that you don't have to play another game after this, this is the final game of the season. You're not going to be taking any precautionary decisions as a head coach. You don't have to sit anyone in uh, for the sake of being healthy for the next game. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. Um and if he's able to k- take control uh, more so than Ilya Sanchez, I think uh, LAFC are.
1: Well, Martinez, and I, this is going to sound awful. I don't know how I can clean this up. Martinez is a butcher, but yeah. in the best way possible. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Not in the way that you're a bitter you know, fan know. him. He can play a little bit, but at the end okay, of the day, he, his job, the he knows bit. what his yeah. job is. But he's a, he's a guy who just destroys. Now, sometimes he destroys Philadelphia's offense, too. Sure. Which could help LAFC, but. He's he's a tough player. He is a red card waiting to happen. Sometimes he soon.
2: embodies the Philadelphia, uh, uh, the the Philadelphia um, experience yeah. as a player, right? He's what Philadelphia is on the field.
0: I would say to your point about red cards, we've seen the refereeing in these playoffs slim to chance of none that slim. the referee makes <laughs> a decision like, like that, and that
1: could be big because if he knows that and he plays right. that way, there's no stopping that guy for his ruthlessness, no doubt. It's the city of brotherly hate. Let's face it; it's not the,
2: <laughs> that's what Philly's all about. Well, hey, I mean. I don't want to talk about baseball too much, but the Phillies lost last night. Two, I don't think two, they care. Two teams falling out of the playoffs.
0: Yeah, well, okay, okay. So let's from flip your it lips, now. lips, brother. From yes. your lips. I'm just so, saying, yeah. Just that's for me. So let's flip it now. LAFC will win if, fill in the blank.
2: Bowonga just plays his game. <sighs> okay. If Bowonga has an okay game, LAFC will just win. Just an okay game. Okay game. If he just is him. I think he's going to have to be really good. It's tough to unlock that defense, but he's the guy who's been doing it mm-hmm. I, against, I, you know, and they haven't seen him yet. I think his baseline factor. value that he adds, his okay is already at uh, a higher yeah. level than any of Philadelphia's front three.
0: Okay. So now here's the the big moment as we, as we send you off into MLS Cup, MLS the Cup. great unknown to go to, to prepare for it. Your prediction. One nil LAFC. One Whoa. nil LAFC. Yep. Who scores? Bowanga. Bowanga. <laughs> Okay, and so Blake has—he gets a pass, but does Blake have a—I re- guess he had a reasonable good game? Yeah, a pretty good game. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how to feel, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm now now it's setting in. We're Maybe with, we're getting yeah, we're closer to you. that 24th right. hour. Yeah. Well,
1: It's a great comment, actually. Strong defense for Philly versus strong attack for LAFC. True. It is. It's a battle of the, the things— that are just going to be opposites, you know, opposite forces. There, both teams. That's how they play.
0: What's crazy is, and I hate to break this to people, Philly did score more goals in the regular season. Than well, they the had NXT. a few
1: of those six nil kind of things against some really yeah dreadful. They teams really laid the it time. on. Yeah. There's some
0: there's some outliers but, there.
1: Yeah, taking nothing away from that, you got to still go out and do it. Yep. Well, Connor Klopsis from
0: 110 Football. Thank, Thank you, you. guys. You. We hope we've, we've uh, thoroughly pumped you up for the game, and now you're a little ready.
2: bit. I love you guys, but I hope, I hope that come Sunday we will be celebrating together. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. If not, crying on each other's shoulders. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, we'll be there for each other one way or the other. Okay. Bye, guys. See you after an MLS Cup win.
0: <gasps> All right. There he goes, Connor Kalopsis. Uh, he has a 1-0 victory for L. Fine LAMC. by me.
2: Yeah, I don't, At this point.
0: Is that a good
1: game to call? It Depends. Th- yes, they won. Okay. If they win, it's a great game to call. I don't, I don't care how that happens. Uh, don't get me wrong. But, you know, certainly 3-2, 4-3 yeah. wouldn't be, you know, terrible either. But I'd take like a 5-2. How, how about a nice laugher? Right. Where we're not sweating it to the bitter end. Kind of
0: a little bit higher level than the like Austin game. the Austin game. game. It yeah. was, that, was, that was perfectly fine. I did yeah, the knew- same thing over again. I was telling Sebastian Ibiaga, I was like, I knew 10 minutes in. Didn't need to be nervous anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I felt it once they didn't reverse that VAR penalty mm-hmm. call. Once that happened, I knew it was our day.
0: All right, Dave, well, I want to bring in our next guest. He joins us from the L.A. Daily News, and I love when I get to see him because this guy really covers <laughs> L.A. sports from top to bottom, so I think he's going to give us a perspective that's a little bit different. Come on in, Josh Gross. Hey, How you you
1: bet. How are you? Sit on down is there, it? Josh.
0: Yeah. Josh, I want to get, like I said, you cover L.A. sports from top to bottom. I mean, you've been here doing it. You've been doing the work, uh, Dodgers, Lakers, all of it. Uh, what, is, what is the vibe? What is the vibe of an MLS Cup final now here in L.A.?
4: You know, I I think uh, it's it's hard to say. Like, I thought the city may feel more energized than it does, but maybe I'm missing it because I'm, like, in my bunker writing nonstop for all these stories for the LA Daily News this week. But um, uh, there's definitely going to be the energy on Saturday, and I don't think we have to worry about that. Um, It's kind of low-key, but it fits because Steve is low-key and Jim Curtin Mm. is low-key, and these are teams that, for all the glamour talk you get, like, they they go about their business. Like, they handle their business, and I think that's – there's going to be
1: business done on Saturday, and that's how I feel. Like most people are sort of interacting with this matchup. I think some of that gamesmanship is missing because they really there's no underdog. I know Philadelphia is technically the betting underdog, and, right. it, and certainly they have to come. They're trying. They're
0: trying to co- yeah co- to a place where, where so it's hard
1: to win and everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. L.A.F.C. is to the favorite. I get that, but there's really no. This is not David versus Goliath by any means.
4: It's one versus one since the first time since 2003, right? So there's no David versus Goliath here. I think the one big factor is this stadium and the people inside it. And Hmm. if this match was in Philadelphia, you would say the same thing. So there's not a lot separating these teams. I mean, just look at how they've played each other.
1: And um, I, I think it's a fantastic matchup. It couldn't be a more competitive matchup. Yeah, we heard Connor talk about Martinez- your thoughts a little bit. That's kind of a linchpin, certainly for that Philadelphia d- defense, but also getting forward as well.
4: Well, I just got out of the press conference with Jim Curtin and, and Steve Shrenello, and, and there was a question asked about Martinez, and you should have seen Curtin light up. He just big smile. He knows what he's got in that guy. He, he relayed a great story about him that you know he, we people really didn't know who he was. And during the pandemic, he went down to Miami for two to three months, with his family, and came back a different beast, just mm. a human being. And they're like, what'd you do down there? He's all I, I ran every day on the beach for three months. And somehow that, that's clicked for him. But, you know, Philadelphia relies on that guy. Uh, yes, he can be a mauler and, and certainly someone you have to watch for. I'm not sure LASC has an equivalent kind of player in terms of approach. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, there's good and bad, right? I heard the conversation before I came on. Good and bad with that. You know, it, it can turn, it, it can go one way or another. I think if, if he's doing the hatchet job, uh, LAFC will have a response for that. I, I would imagine they would.
0: Well, I, I actually, I generally don't like to get into this with people other than Josh, because you have a competitive background from UFC. And just like, when we talk about uh, people, like the guy doesn't want her, he's not tough. I'm like, well, we're talking about soccer players. And you you're able to, you know, you see these guys that have to come in the way and they stare each other down. So you have kind of a different perspective on the competitiveness. And we've talked about LAFC throughout the years and how did they have that in them? Did right. was there anybody? Have you seen something change as John Thornton changes to a more veteran laden squad? Do you see a little bit of an edge or something? that has that, that mean streak or competitiveness that LAFC might need to be mean in the moments.
4: Again, I don't think it's mean, it's almost like a quiet ruthlessness. It's like going about your business, and that's Chirondolo to me. The difference that we've seen in the last half hour of matches, last 15 minutes of matches compared to what we saw here. You know, disappointments in the postseason were because they didn't deliver late. And then there was, I think, I think Steve's just brought a pragmatism that obviously John Thornton knew was there. Right. And that we've seen just permeate throughout this club, up and down the lineup, up and down the way they play from game to game, and that came out against Austin. I mean, to play your best match of the season in that spot, I think, says everything that you would want to say about their competitiveness, their desire, their drive, and then having that ability to actually turn it on in the moment is not something that everybody gets. That's that's. I'm not going to say it's rare, but it's not common. And you know, they. I would expect nothing less on Saturday.
1: Mm-hmm. You mentioned Steve, but. I also have to say that the whole staff has been amazing this year really i cannot praise them enough yeah. the work that mark dosantes oka uh, you know certainly uh ante has been here since day one. just incredible work with that staff and just the fact that he came in and you know kept Ante I around.
0: Mean, a lot of times managers just bring in their own people he went out of his and, way yeah, i mean and, there's yeah. there's uh, it hasn't really been talked about that much but he had to kind of go and convince Ante to stick around and he wa- but he but because he wanted Ante. But he's it like, paid need huge
1: div- div- yeah. dividends for the team, no question. And certainly Chicho Arango, we can see it out of him in the, in the way he does it. But Ante has been such a big factor. I mean, they've had a great year.
4: I would say you have to credit Ante too because he was in discussions for taking over that head coaching position yeah. here, right? right? And there's not a lot of people who would have the ability to say, oh, I was up for that job, and now I'm not going to get it and I have to work under the guy who came in. Mm-hmm. That, I think, speaks highly of what he's about and what, what they've
0: built here. All right, well, you heard some of the questions we asked Connor, so we will pose them to you. Let's start with Philly. Philly wins if?
4: Uh, If Daniel Gazdag controls the middle of the field in the attack. I think that's a really big piece for them. Jim Curtin talked about how important he is. If the ball plays through him, if they get good progression from him, then, you know, that's where a lot of their goals come from. Um, So big on Ilya Sanchez to handle Gazdag and and really limit, I think, the union's best offensive player, I think, by a a wide margin. So that, that would
1: be it. Yeah, sneaky. How do you, can you be a sneaky 20-goal scorer? <laughs> no. But,
0: like, his but position.
4: he does, he yeah. Doesn't, he, he somehow.
1: Yeah. If, if, you, if you had to ask people, even MLS fans, how many goals does Daniel Gazdag have? You'd probably be like, eh, maybe eight, eight yeah, Maybe 10. to 10, maybe? And that's a great year. A lot of people would be like, who? Like, yeah, well, they yeah, fair, fair enough. Know. Fair enough. Yeah. my Hungarian blood. So yeah.
0: <laughs> I would like to point out, again, as uh, as we keep talking about how Philly's trade tries to put themselves as an underdog. I know the LAC spends a lot more on salaries, and they even spend more on transfer fees. But Philly has spent some money on transfer fees. Gazdog one of them. uh, Ure. It's not like these guys are just scrubs that they found. But uh, that's not even what
1: it's about. It's just Philadelphia is... Josh is number one in the East by a, a good margin. I mean, Montreal made it interesting, but Philly's been the best team there. Mm-hmm. They're a team that had the same amount of points as LAFC throughout the season and a better goal difference. Right. LAFC had more victories. Uh, Philly had a lot less losses, though, if you mm-hmm. want to look at it that way. So this is a team that is, they, they can't ride the underdog, you know, woe is us kind of thing that Austin tried to do.
4: Look, we're, we're talking about a, a late goal to tie it to 2 is the reason why this game is here. I mean, the margins are so thin um i had a great chat with larry berg who's the managing owner of lafc and i wrote a piece for the la daily news about this kind of two different ownership styles right we're seeing it it's a perfect uh example here with philadelphia and you know, the, the the narrative that they don't spend, I think, is misplaced, and it misses a lot of things because they spend a lot on academy. They spend a lot on that kind of infrastructure, and you don't see those costs. Those aren't mm. listed in the, you know, MLS Players Association, right? You don't see those in transfer fees. So there is investment. There is similar investment. It's just different places. So it's philosophy, competing against philosophy. And um, Larry also said, like, I think if you just hammer us as, like, a glamour club, you're missing a lot of
1: what we're doing. Mm. And I feel like that's correct as well. Well, it's interesting because Philly did mouth off about that. So there was. Right. It a, yeah, they got some,
4: managed by the league too. You know, Tanner uh, Ernst got
1: yeah. got yeah, he got a little bit of slapped down a by that there. Yeah. I kind of I like that though. That does bring a little extra level to this yeah. too. Certainly not necessarily on the pitch for tomorrow, but just between the clubs moving forward. Maybe the rivalry develops. It's hard to develop that rivalry in MLS when it's east west. Right. You just don't see the other team enough. I,
4: I see it though because you see the trajectory over the last five yeah. years, and they're, they're just not neck and neck this year on points. They've been neck and neck for five in years. Point, yeah. And you know, it felt like to me that if the pandemic had not happened, these teams would have met earlier in an MLS Cup. Like this is a collision course kind of matchup that we we're talking about. And for me, Philadelphia has been such a better team since 2018, really since Ernst came in. You have to give that, give them credit for the change of philosophy. Alejandro Bedoya had a lot to do with that in 2016. Um, so these franchises that you know aspire to greatness, I, I don't think it's going to be the last time we see this as an MLS Cup.
0: Literally the pandemic, by the way, because that was the last match played yeah. before the pandemic. What a match. All right, let's move to the black and gold side. Uh, LAFC wins if. Um, boy,
4: I mean, I, they've won games in so many different ways, in <laughs> so <laughs> many different ways. Um, I think that they, by really limiting Philadelphia's chances inside the 18, was, LAFC was the best at doing that all season long. And Philadelphia, I think all the goals scored in the run of play were inside the 18, uh, if I have that right. I remember the goals that Philadelphia did score against LAFC, and they've been some wonder strikes, like incredible goals yeah. that you cannot count on in, the regular, in a regular matchup. And if they're going to pull something like that, they've got a good chance of winning on Saturday. But if they don't, I think LAFC just keeps it simple, defend, do everything that they've done, and you know, the, the win is there for
0: the taking. That's been a huge, huge talking point in that LFC locker room throughout the entire season leading into the season. And I I guess it comes down to Steve Trundolo is box defending. We've got to be good in both boxes. I think, uh, you know, Bob's prior approach was we play football, let's have the better football. Steve's kind of broken it down more and compartmentalized it. And you're right, Josh. They really have been very good in their box. But the days that they're not, that's when LFC gets into trouble.
1: Absolutely. But they have been so good at that offensively too in the box now. And Philadelphia is very tough mm-hmm. on set pieces, defending them. Now, it's beyond Andre Blake. They had the Defender of the Year. They could have had a couple of Defenders of the Year, realistically. Right. You pick, you take your pick. And that has been a big strength for Philadelphia. They just People think, well, they have all these goals. But the goal difference is because of that defense, one of the best in MLS, really, history. And certainly LAFC can break them down. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. But, you know, it's going to be tough. I mean... Andre Blake is that good, Josh. right. And you remind me one one more key
4: if I can do it, you know, pounce on rebounds because this guy gets his hands on everything. Mm-hmm. They've scored off of rebounds against Andre Blake. I think you have to be opportunist in this kind of match, mm-hmm. and that's really where to do it because he he does. I mean, he covers that net. It's unbelievable. And you have to expect him to stop maybe a shot, but be at a position there, and you know we've we've seen how opportunist LAFC has been. Uh, it's 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 what they've done
0: all year. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's aggressive and they they want him to be aggressive. Okay, so now the hardest question of all. What is your prediction for the final?
4: Yeah, um, I think LAFC wins. Uh, I see a 4-2 final. Hmm. I think it's going to be high scoring, but I, I don't think the fourth comes till late. So I think we're going to be on the edge of our seat, one goal game, most of the match, and then something late, <laughs> someone off the bench,
1: something like LAFC done all year. I, I don't see why that would change in this matchup. Oh, I would love to call that match right there. That sounds like a great match to call, no doubt.
0: Well, do, you said you've been uh, tied to the computer putting out stories, anything that we should be looking to come out in, in Yeah, in I got to go
1: run up
4: right now and, and finish a couple <laughs> stories. Uh, like I said, I wrote the piece on this, looking at the LAFC ownership and sort of the perception versus the reality in this matchup in terms of the two ownership styles. Uh, have a, a breakdown of the match coming out tomorrow. So we have great coverage. We've, we've been covering all week, so we're happy to be here
1: and doing it.
0: Awesome. Josh Gross, LA Daily News. Check out LA Daily News. He said there's been a slew of stories they've been writing all week, and he's actually got to go up to write right now, as he said. So People have been
1: very impressed, by the way. I'm
0: hearing a lot of good things. Yes. Happy. To good job. That. Always Thank one of guys. my favorite people. Thank you, Josh. All right. Absolutely, Thank Josh. You thanks. There he goes, Josh. Josh had a lot of good uh, talking points that I think we should dive into. Absolutely. I, I want to dive into that one about uh, the depth, uh, how he sees the game playing out, and LAFC just has a little bit of a superior depth. Um, Philly gets here off the back of it's not that they don't have depth. It's just Jim Curtin had an eleven. And didn't really have to change, and he rolled with it.
1: Yeah, they've been pretty healthy, relatively. Been pretty healthy up until Alejandro Bedoya has been struggling a little bit, but it's the final. He'll be he'll be fine, you know. And
0: I don't. I think he had, he had tried to rev it up a couple times, and I think maybe that, I'm not but, saying
1: he's going 90 by yeah, any means, but he's going to he's going to factor in. Yeah, this game. Absolutely. There's no chance that absolutely. he doesn't dress. So they've and, been pretty healthy, and you're right, Vince. They don't have the depth that LAFC does. Nobody does. Right. Really. This is the deepest <laughs> roster. I've ever seen an MLS mm-hmm. that LAFC has, and it has been working. I mean, the second halves, we've been the best second-half team in the history of MLS, so as Josh said, I don't
0: see that really necessarily changing mm-hmm. for this match. That might make all the difference. Well, so there was a moment, obviously, when they made the slew of signings, and a lot of it was based off of who the signings were, the Gareth Bales, the sure. Joe Chiellinis, Christian Tao, where people were like, you're bringing in too many players. I don't like that things are changing. In their mind, it was chemistry or whatever, you know, whatever they thought it was, but... I just, I look at it now that we're here in MLS Cup Final and seeing a Philly team that, yes, they, they very much could come into this game and play very well and have a lot of energy, but having to play 11 guys through the entire season, pretty much the same 11 guys, sure. and now Steve has the ability to change the game with high-level players that not just are high-level, but rested. I just, it's interesting. I It's hard to talk about because, to your point, it's never happened in this league.
1: Oh, it could make all the difference. I really believe that. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that andre blake we'll talk more about him though he is an x factor certainly if you're trying to beat him for a goal
0: well i mean let's let's talk about andre blake now i mean we do whatever we want we're running this show uh i love that people uh people are pointing out my pants uh larosa pants <laughs> they bro. are some pants i do, you do have pants i do on. i made sure i made sure to, uh, give you to that to do some pants here but uh we've actually never mind we're not going to talk about andre blake yet we've no. got max brettos Please, yeah, of course. He was not, there. Was no way he was not going to make it into yes. an MVP? Uh, so we've it's got, his world. I'm just got, sitting in the chair yes, right now. We've so. got the the TV voice of LAFC. I've got the radio voice, and I'm just Vince. Uh, yes. Max Bredos, how are you?
3: <laughs> Great, guys. I've been lo- I've been listening in. What a fantastic show, and I just love how you've been covering it every single way. Did want to mention about uh, Josh Gross great writer uh not just in uh, the print media but uh as a novelist uh, as a guy a tremendous non-fiction and i want to shout out the daily news because they have been so active this week or some other places if not so the daily news front page was deal for lafc and josh we're, we're lucky to have him in our ecosystem and you guys have been fantastic really looking at this matchup in every which way doing a, a first rate job so i've been a great listener i'm getting smarter here listening and <laughs> Appreciate
0: that, thanks, Max. Well, Max, we, oh, you're the best, Dave. <laughs> Max, we've been doing podcasts all week, so we've been trying to get keyed up for it, but we're trying to keep our energy levels so that we can make it through Saturday and possibly into Sunday. But where, where your, where is your excitement level at now that we're about 24 hours out?
3: It's through the roof, and it's like it shows like this, and getting to see MLS Cup to come to Los Angeles and unfurl everything that comes with it from the commissioner. Um, addressing the, the state of the league. Uh, it's for every reason because this was such a anticipated matchup because this was the matchup we had been talking about all year. I mean, it's been, as you guys touched on, a collision course, which doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it happened, and it happened in the end with pretty comfortably. These two teams, although Philadelphia did find themselves behind for a few minutes against New York City FC and punished them for it, these have looked like the two best teams, and when we're 24 hours out, you can't help but be excited that this is going to be a titanic tilt that we've compared to other big sports because MLS needs that. They need the big teams to play in the big moments, and this is it. And for all the reasons that you've listed out why these teams are so good and they are, they are so good across the board, there are no weaknesses. You can look harder and find maybe some small ones that can give one of these teams an edge, but this is, to me shaping up to be the biggest, certainly anticipation-wise, with the Toronto FC-Seattle game in 2017 and some of the Beckham games, the best final, a showpiece. And I think the potential of it being entertaining because of, as what we've described all week, the way they play, is very, very high. This is going to be a special game.
1: Well, I think it is for me too, Max, because the only other final we've been in, we couldn't go. Right. You know, nobody could go. No fan. I'm ready to explode to do this game. I'm so mm-hmm. pumped to do it. Like, I, I I actually need this. Yeah. Honestly, to talk about it with you and to Good. do these kind of things just so I don't get too pumped up. It is. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just so ready for it. I can't imagine what the well, players are going through.
0: Max, I, I don't want to rush you, but we've gotten to hear both my voice and your voice all week, which you have done a stellar job, but we have a, a fantastic guest that's walking up. So I want to get one more thing from you. Uh, it's time, Max, your prediction. I need it. Max Bredos, what is it?
3: I'll be brief. Uh, These teams have scored 10 goals in their last two meetings. They've all been ties. So I'm going to get a little bit cute. I know it was 3-3, then it was 2-2. I'm going (laughs) 1-1. And the two things that distinguish LAFC from Philadelphia in this matchup, home field and what you talked about in depth. And I think they both come into play. Someone comes off the bench and wins this game for LAFC in extra time. Don't know who. But it could be
0: a couple guys. 1-1 in regular time, 2-1 after extra time.
3: Correct.
1: I'd Got be, it. I'd be happy to call that game too. Yeah. That sounds good.
3: Yeah, right. we we need a we need a few of your calls in the bank here, uh, <laughs> Dave, in the showpiece event.
0: Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I hope need another. So. I need another. Well, wash out the uh, supporter shield, winning one with another uh, championship Look, call. Black and gold wear
1: out my voice tomorrow. That's yes. fine by me.
0: All right. Well, you can, Max you can rest Sunday <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> or Monday. Yes, exactly. Max Bredos, thank you so much. Uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you as I always do, uh, and we'll see you uh, tomorrow.
3: See you
0: bright and early. Bright and early. Uh, I'll probably I'm going to try to ride in with Max Bredos on uh, public transportation, as Good everyone luck. should. If we, if gotta you take the metro. Yeah, yeah, if you haven't heard enough, no parking around here. But please take public transportation. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Dave, we have a very special guest. I'm pumped. Here. I'm ready. Um, I'm seeing him from far away, and he's dressed very special <laughs> as well. Uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? John McCarthy <laughs> is joining us. Uh, as you can tell, as he sits down. <laughs> He is the biggest uh, Philly supporter, yeah. not Philadelphia Union, Philly definitely supporter, yeah. <laughs> and definitely not tomorrow, uh, but uh, t- Phillies, uh, your first love of, of Philly sports teams, or is it Eagles? Sixers. Sixer, no Sixers? No way. Yeah, Sixers. Who Sixers. was your, who was your guy? Who's your Sixers guy? Let's, let's talk about some guys as a bunch of dudes sitting around. Allin, talking. Sports. It's gotta be Allen Iverson. yeah.
5: It's like AI, AI, Aaron McKee, Eric Snow, uh, Mutombo, that like. It's a good group. Yeah. 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 Group. that was the, like the team when they were like really good in championship mm-hmm. and stuff. So that was like the core. When
0: they, when they lost to the Lakers. That was a good team back then. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm just bringing
0: it back to LA. Cause that's what's yeah. going to happen here on Saturday. Right. The oh, yeah. team's going to come in. Well, that's the funny thing good. about the Phillies
1: Jersey. Everybody in L.A. is a Phillies fan now. You're playing the Astros. Yeah. Yeah. Who wants the Astros to win? We just don't want Philadelphia Union to win. So it's sure. we're all on the same.
0: We're all exactly. on the Phillies side. Exactly. Uh, no exactly. problem with that. Yeah, you you could walk into a Dodgers bar with that, oh, and people will celebrate I you. I get a lot of love. for that. Yeah, a lot of love. <laughs> I want to remind people in the chat. If you guys have any questions for Big John McCarthy, please <laughs> let us know, and I will I will read them out to him. But uh, John, I want to get your thoughts. Obviously, uh, you're a Philly guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're you've, you're bleeding black and gold through and through throughout the year. What what is this like for you?
5: Yeah, uh, this is the first final I've been in a long time. Uh, last final I was in was the Open Cup final, uh, my first year in Philly, and then before that I was in high school. So like um it's been a, it's been a long time and then i don't want to take this moment for granted but i just want to win i don't care how it or what or we have to do or it, it just it's an unbelievable moment and i and i want to make the most of it
1: well one of the ways you can win of course in the playoffs unfortunately is penalties mm-hmm. <laughs> so how what's the prep like in a week like this with you and max and and the Oka and everything how do you yeah. get ready for that i mean it is a big part of the playoffs
5: yeah yeah i think i think the most important thing is just worrying about the 90 minutes yeah. you know that's that's where your head's at you take it minute by minute play by play you don't think too far ahead and, and you can't you can't look back for sure so that's that's where the mindset's at and if something like that happens you going to overtime and the pk's come around they come around so yeah. like, that's fair take it little yeah. by little you don't want yeah. to look too far ahead
0: so we, Max and I were lucky to kind of get out to training, but we've been hiding. We've been tr- staying away from you guys to let you guys have your your time to do your thing. Uh, but we did get to talk to Jordan Harvey yesterday, and he was saying, it's been normal. Like, we've been keeping the, the, the regiment going. Uh, and he said that was probably the biggest part. Obviously, you're going to love the stadium when you get in there and the yeah. fact that you get these guys. But... He's like, it travel's one thing, and you, the, the fact that we're not traveling is great, but these guys keeping the same routine, and Steve is keeping the same routine for yeah. you guys.
5: Yeah, you don't want to change too much. You don't want it's, to. It's another game, realistically. It's 90 minutes, you know. Obviously, there's all the hype around it, media, trophies, stuff like this, but it's just, it, it truly is 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. We've been through, what, two playoff games now already? You're on your third one. It's You don't want to change anything. You don't think you have to do more. You scout more, look into more. You just, same routine, same everything. You're not gaining fitness at this point of the season, so you don't need to like. It's just same routine, same mindset, focus, push on. Well, every
1: game is a final for one team, every right. playoff game because they're going home. So yeah. you're right, John. It's just yeah. another. It's another game. You've you got to move on, and yeah. you got to get that W like you had to in the first two games of the playoffs Exactly.
0: So what do you, what do you think? Of, what do you think of this match, John? I mean, you're a player, so we don't want to give any bulletin board material. <laughs> uh, but what you know they. They come in here earlier the seasons 2-2. It's two very different teams now, though. But yeah. the previous season was a 3-3. Like, the games are always frenetic. <laughs> um, and maybe that's too, uh, a compliment to both teams' styles. Like, you guys want to get out there and run, play the game, uh, really do things. So I, I, when I look at this, I see two teams that are, it's plan A versus plan A. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on kind of how the game may matriculate, how it might be out there?
5: Yeah, I bet you yeah, the first 15 minutes could be, I think they could be frantic for both sides. Yeah. You know, it's just... You don't know what people are going to do. You don't know what people are thinking on that day. So, um, I think it could be a frantic game, but it's it'll definitely be an entertaining one. It's two different types of style, more possession based, more more attacking mindset, and then I think the little bit long ball side. Jimmy Jimmy Curtin came out and said it. You know, they're a little bit more frantic, and they make the game a tougher to play against. You know, that's that's how they play. So, it, it's two different styles that are coming together that that both find a way to win. That's that's a good thing. Well, one of the things we talk about a lot with goalkeepers is
1: goalkeeping is not just about shot stopping. It's about organizing. <laughs> and can you talk a little bit about yeah. what Max has done with this defense too during these playoffs, these last few? Yeah. I mean, what a great shutout against Austin. I mean, the defense just shut Austin Huge. down. Huge. And that, that is a big part of keeping, you know, it's, right. as we talked about. It's it's more than just the, the shot stopping. It's, it's that organization and the communication back there.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's having a good relationship. It's having a good trust in your back yeah. line and making sure your back line knows that that Max is back there and he's done that all season long and he's mm-hmm. done great with it you know um, so I think he his presence back there and, and the confidence that he instills in the back line is huge mm-hmm. for for not only just the back four but the guys in front of him whether it's a back pass whether it's a cross whether it's a shot they know there's a good goalkeeper behind them and that that instills confidence throughout the team one of the things I loved about John this year though
0: is there's a lot to love about john this yeah year. You've, had like, quite, one,
3: you've, you've had a lot of moments <laughs> it's this not, year.
1: and i'm not going it's not like a class clown thing but he keeps everybody light right he keeps it loose that's i mean a, yeah, yeah i mean that's your personality anyway but that is important sometimes in a long season. You guys are professional athletes, but it's a grind, yeah. you know, and you've had some fun moments, <laughs> yeah, whether yeah. you meant to or not, really. Yeah. You got some, uh, you know, national publicity on some of that stuff. Uh, I'm not saying you consciously think about that, but it is a big factor
5: is to kind of keep everybody loose, especially as it gets tighter as yeah. the playoffs go on. Yeah, Yeah. I just try to enjoy it. Yeah. Like every moment, I try to enjoy it. I, I, there's like two, two ways about me. When I'm on the field, I'm, I'm all business. I like to win. You know, when I'm off the field, I, the simplest way to put it is I like talking shit. I like having <laughs> fun. That's 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 the way to be. You know, you got to enjoy it. So, there's no other way around it. Like that's just me as a person.
0: And your equal opportunity too. It's like the top of the roster, the bottom roster, you gonna gets get it, it, from, it all. Yeah, 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 I
5: don't, I don't, I don't pick and choose who I make fun of. I, pick, I get it at Steve. You know, I get after the young guys. I get after the old guys. It's that's how it has to be. You, you got to enjoy everyone. Well, you mentioned Steve and the relationship. Obviously, is developing. Certainly, his
1: first season, but. Yeah. You've been around the club now for a couple of seasons, and talk a little bit about him. LAFC has been great from day one with Bob. He did an amazing job, and then now Steve has just kind of added to that.
5: And just he is such a special coach. Yeah, Steve, I think is, is, has done a fantastic job. You know. Uh, he was one of the guys up for for coach of the year, in my opinion. First kind, co- first coach comes in, you win supporters' shield your first year. That's and improve that's the same.
1: team dramatically, record wise. Yeah, Dude, yeah. We
5: missed the playoffs last season. Yeah, so. a huge, a huge turnaround season. Um, so, but him is like a, as a as a person, I think is even even better. He's like personality. He's, he's a player's coach. He gets along with all the guys. It's not like you can't go up to him out of a conversation, or you should be timid about it anyway. He'll go up to you and he'll joke and enjoy it. So like he's not just. A guy that walks in and tells you what to do on the field and then turns his back on you and he's off the field. That I think that goes a long way because he's a good, very, very good players coach.
0: So I mentioned these two teams have like definitive styles and it's plan A versus plan A, but it, I've kind of sold LAFC short a little bit because you guys have found ways this season to play the game that's laid out for you if you guys maybe can't create the game yourself. So in that regard, I'm going to ask you this question. Of the two playoff games, which do you think serves you guys better? The Galaxy game, in that regard, I'm, I'm going to say – you know, the game maybe didn't start out the way you guys wanted it to, yeah. but you were able to keep it in it. Uh, you were able to get the first goal. And then the second half, you started to gain a foothold, and you really took a little bit of control of that game. Cool. Whereas Austin was like, plan A went right <laughs> it from, worked. from the minute, from minute one to the 90th. So is one or the other uh, actually more more helpful going into the final in terms of mentality, possibly?
5: Um. So you're saying, like, which game plan am I like? Which, not, which not which game, game plan, but towards? which
0: I'm saying if, if they have to, t- if at some point in the game they have to lean on something and they say, well, we've been here for this. Is it, is it better? Like, I, what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is this. When you get the game plan that goes right from minute one to 90, can you really, like, count on that? Or is it better to have sometimes things go wrong and, and to deal with that, especially in a final yeah. circumstance?
5: Yeah. Um, you hope it, in my opinion, I would think right from minute one to 90. You know, okay. your, your, your front foot, your front throttle, your game plans, you're clicking. The guys are clicking. Everything's going your way, mm-hmm. and your momentum is 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 all in the right direction. You know, you want to be on the front foot. You want to control the game, and you want to push the other team back. So I think that that's how I would I would play. But I think there's been moments this season where we've had a bad 15, we've had a bad 45. Like you said, we were a little bit slow in the Galaxy game, um, and that just happens. And you wake up in the second half, and you you got to you got to put it together. So for me, it's first minute, the 90th minute, you get everything right. Hopefully things go your way. Things should go your way. That's that's where we're at, and I think that's that's what we hope for. But if it doesn't, you, you find a plan A minus, and <laughs> and then and then you, you sort it out. But I think either way, we can we can figure it out. Yeah, We talk about that in poker. You want to have
1: your A game all the time, but you want to make sure your B game is better than everybody's B game, and your yeah. C game is better, even if you're not having the best day. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Sometimes John, you you're not po- going to play your best football. You're you a you poker go guy?
5: you hold a guy? No, no. I'm a craps guy. <laughs> ah,
1: all right. <laughs> that does not surprise me in the least with John. Yeah, I got a say, bunch of guys around the table. I love it.
5: enjoying throwing dice. You know, I that's love fun. it. <laughs> that's, and you can blame another other guy for having a bad throw. <laughs> uh,
0: John, like I said, I'm not going to ask you the – so we've been asking people, will LAFC win if, will Philly win if, and then prediction. I'm not going to ask you that because I don't want any <laughs> any no. bulletin board material. But. No. This could be a built bulletin, bulletin board material depending. Uh, someone has asked in the chat tacos uh, or cheesesteaks.
5: <laughs> uh, good cheesesteak is like cheesesteak, french fries for me, you know that's like that's like bread and butter. That's like the go-to. you know, I, I'm a huge fan of tacos and stuff like that. My wife loves is a huge fan of the tacos, so like I, it's close, but I'm a cheesesteak guy. like don't don't ever. Go this that, is how this Bruce. is how
0: good John McCarthy is. He just gave bulletin board material to his own team.
5: Yeah. John McCarthy <laughs> says cheesesteaks, and all those guys are going to go in there and go, how
0: dare he? Yeah, we're yeah. going to go out there against Philly, and we're going <laughs> no, yeah, to crush him. Yeah, I have to stay true.
1: He's so smart. I he's think he's so, you're so smart. Yeah. You, you, you got your team pumped up and ready to go. Yeah. So.
0: Two, two steps ahead. Uh, another fan has asked uh, Kevin Demetrio. Could you give him a shout-out? Just oh, a shout-out to Kevin. I, I Kevin, love it since
5: you're here. Kevin, what's up, man? Shout-out Kevin Demetrio. Fantastic. Up, fantastic. <laughs> I love it.
0: Before we let you go, obviously Obviously, winning a championship is what you're looking forward to most. Yeah. But give me something else that you're looking forward to most when you show up to the stadium here tomorrow.
5: Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the 3-2-5-2. Two, two. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, my wife and my son in the stands. I'm looking forward to seeing my mom, my dad, my brother, um, and just just a great environment. Because in a final, like I said, it's, it's very, very rare. And you don't realize that as a kid um, that you take it for granted, like tournaments and stuff like that. But realistically, those are the moments that I hope after 90 minutes, it's I got tears of joy to, with my family, and I, I truly get to celebrate um, an awesome moment. And the 3-2-5-2 is something special this year. It's probably the best fan base I've ever ever seen um, from start to finish. So to be able to celebrate that, it's that's what I want to see tomorrow. I am so ready. I am so pumped up
3: now. <laughs> Come that was, on. That we was low-key, like quite oh, the pep
5: talk for all that of us. That was
0: amazing.
1: Yeah. You yeah. saw that Michael Sheen speech for Wales. <laughs> this is low-key, but it's just the same effect.
0: Yeah, John, we're sending you to Cutter now to talk to the yeah. U.S. national team. Let's You're going to have to give them a chat. I, oh, hey,
5: I'm ready. I'm ready I for tomorrow. It. I've been, that is I've fantastic. Been, I've been thinking about it. So it's, I, I really can't wait to just walk into the stadium. That whistle blows, and it's going to be I'm sorry, but I got. it's going to be fucking electric. <laughs> I
0: love it. Yeah. Philly guy. Yeah. Uh, you know these two are uh, 100% <laughs> on board with that, and everyone in the chat is as well. And I, I just want to thank you for taking some time out, John, to, to join us and have some fun with us, man.
1: Awesome. I thank can't you wait buddy. to see you guys tomorrow. Appreciate yep, can't wait it. can see you tomorrow. Go Phillies, too. Let's, yeah, let's go. Beat Houston. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I mean, why <laughs> not? Nobody wants Houston <laughs> to win. <laughs> yep. so. Thank
5: you, guys. Thanks, thank you, John. Thanks.
0: There he goes, John McCarthy. Uh, always a pleasure to have uh, on the podcast. Dude can talk. Uh, oh, dude, dude can bring it, but uh, can we go back to that speech for just like a hot second? I'm serious.
1: I got goosebumps I, a little. I really did. It, it, it made me want to, uh, you know, just experience it more deeply than I even am, because, you know, you can't forget uh, even as Connor talked about it's just, it is so big that it's, you know, you have to step back a little bit Yeah. I know as a player, it's different, certainly It's he's, a result. you got to get ready to go do yeah, something well,
0: But It's a result-driven business, yeah, but you've got to enjoy some of it, You right? have to,
1: yeah, you got at least you have to let yourself uh, even if it's misery in the sense of how pain, you know, like the buildup is. And even if you're like so tense, you just got to let yourself even enjoy that. Even the misery of getting to this game, because I am just so, so ready and so pumped up to do it. It's not really, this stuff, I, I said, Vince, This stuff, I need this stuff because yeah. it's not that much fun just waiting around for that game mm-hmm. right now. It's so no, close. So I need to talk to the fans. I
0: need to talk to John. I need to talk to you about this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ch- it's resonating with the chat. Christopher's in there. New favorite player, absolute legend. So I think it, it, it went through the airwaves. Or is it airwaves for the internet? I don't know. Uh, I went through there and it, it channeled into somebody and they got the goosebumps. Yeah,
1: it, absolutely. We're all ready now.
0: Well, you said you need this, so me and you, let's, not, let's really sure. dive into the game now. We might have some special guests still to come, but let's, let's, get, let's get Dave and I, and let's, uh, let's start with uh, the X factor in this game. We'll give our – LAFC will win if, uh, Philly will win if, but let's start with an X factor. What's something that maybe we're not talking about that you could see having something to do with this game? It might not even be – it might be just the home field advantage. might be the that, time of it, day. No, that's
1: exactly what it is. It's not a cliché this is a massive home field advantage with this crowd and the 32 52 and all the bank mm-hmm. you know i don't want to it's 32 52 is head and shoulders above anything i've seen but the entire bank gets behind the 32 52 who are right. getting behind the team and then that's how they drive this club and it really i mean you've heard players talk about when they hear that dolly dolly right off the i mean it's mm-hmm. like let's go when that drum beat drops. oh come on that uh, the opening of the game and you're just so pumped up i use it in my broadcast sometimes mm-hmm. i'll just I'll tell my engineer, let's listen to the crowd for a few seconds, you know, and just get it. It, I get pumped up by that. It actually carries me through the broadcast. So I can only imagine what it does for the players. I mean, that's really the goal of what a crowd is supposed to do. And I've said it before. I've been in LA almost 25 years working in LA and I love LA sports, such an underrated sports town, Vince. It's the most underrated sports town in the world. It's a great sports town. There's nothing like the 32 52 and going to the bank, not the Lakers not the Dodgers, they're awesome. They're not on the same level Mm -hmm. as LAFC fans. It's just, maybe that's part of football, you know, our beautiful game. Maybe that has something to do with it, but I think it's just the fans take it to such a different level that you just cannot experience anywhere else in sports.
0: It's. I think other sports. It's also tough. There's no rhythm to the game quite like there is to to football. There's you know the drums. It's forty-five
1: and forty-five, yeah. and then you just keep going. You know you got to keep going. Mm-hmm. You have to keep that passion going, because yeah, there's a little mini breaks, maybe an injury time, you know, a little bit, but not for the fans. And right. it's just you just you don't you never know when that next like in football. Okay, I know you can throw a seventy-yard bomb occasionally, or mm-hmm. maybe a guy breaks a tackle, but you kind of know how a, a drive. You know they talk about touchdown drive. You don't know in soccer, one little slip, one little pass. That's perfect. One little picking a corner out to beat Andre Blake. And all of a sudden you just it's one nil and you mm-hmm. the place goes nuts. And that's just part of that's why I love
0: the game. It's passion, right? That's what the sport is built on. And you're definitely going to see that here tomorrow, right? That's why it's a beautiful game. So we're getting into brass tax here because we're wrapping it up. So Dave and I are now going to kind of give what our key is for each team. As I, my mic has been turned around, and I, I'm so excited. After I, keep doing after I match, told so. Connor, I did that, and that's <laughs> that's on me. Okay, Dave. Uh, let's start with Philly. Philly wins if, and we'll trade these.
1: Philly wins if Andre Blake stands on his
0: head <laughs> to the point where. That would be mine, so I'll give a different one. But, yes, yeah, go, it's a go Joe, on about Andre It's a Andre Joe Willis-type performance. It's a football thing, right? It, yeah. It's so funny to me after that Nashville game. And, look, I think there were some other things playing into it. When you've already wrapped up the Supporter Shield, you, you ease off just a yeah, little bit. No but question. everyone goes, how could we lose to Nashville? I don't have a good feeling going into the playoffs. I go, this is football. Are that you was new one here? This is the games, first lesson
1: you should learn in football. That was football. one of the best games LAFC played all It years. was. See? I mean. Thank you. Thank it, you. It really <laughs> was. And it was, to me, Yes, of course, you lost, and you don't want to lose a game. You don't want to lose. It's but a result it was kind of like getting the loss out of the way. Yeah. You know, i whisper it because it, man, the, was the it players pretty, don't want to hear Other than it going in the back of the
0: net, what a pretty
1: game. It was one of the most beautiful performances, too. Not only just one of the best performances, but one of the most beautiful performances. Hey, credit to Nashville. They won. They deserved to win. They got mm-hmm. the goal. But, I mean, come on, that could have been a 5-1, and no yeah. one would have been surprised. So I felt that was actually a good stepping stone into the postseason, how they were playing, and it's carried over. Mm-hmm.
0: My Philly will win if uh, their forwards are active and involved. And I don't necessarily mean scoring, but if there's a way that they can uh, unbalance LAFC and maybe hold some balls and get, get the team going in transition, because I, I know that... Uh, Philly loves to go back to front real quick. And sometimes to do that, you need to pl- send a long ball and have a guy like Ure, who's a big physical guy. is pretty physical. Sure. Hold it for that half a second, that second longer than maybe he wants to. Yes. So then lay it off to a gauze dog, lay it off to a Leon Flotch, and then they get it back at you w- at the back post, something like that. Yes,
1: I definitely agree. And that's where LAFC is going to have to cover. I know, you know, we've been doing a good job on that, certainly mm-hmm. you know, on counter defense, but that is going to be a massive issue for LAFC tomorrow. If they're going to win, well, we can talk about that in a second they're gonna have to play great counter-attacking defense
0: right okay we are now is the time for all you guys in the chat dave and i will give our keys to winning uh, for lafc lafc wins if dave
1: if they can combine up front so well that it's almost like they're passing the ball in the back of the net a couple of times now you don't have to do that five times that's not going to happen although but i'm nice. talking like beautiful team goals if they can combine to make beautiful team goals happen And then you got to finish because that's the way you beat Blake, certainly. You keep him off balance that way. And if you can finish your chances that you do get, don't give him opportunities where he doesn't have to make a save even, then LAFC will win. There's no question about it.
0: Yeah, Andre Blake is a great shot stopper, but the goal is large. You um, can't stop everything. You, you can can't move stop the ball everything. Yeah, into which he cannot really play a factor into it. Uh, it's kind of like what we saw a little bit with Stuver in the Austin game. They Absolutely. were finding chances where Stuver was able to, if he didn't cheat, stayed at that near post, he was going to make a save. Yes, but find ways to get. There's areas that, like today's point, those those kind of. Uh, crossing areas where they're not the long crosses. And Jordy Harvey pointed this out to Max and I yesterday. He's like, we were playing a lot of early crosses against Austin. I don't want to see that. I want the crosses that are on the floor and they're to somebody's feet. You're playing those type of crosses, you're probably passing. I think it's more
1: effective against the Union especially too Mm -hmm. because they're a lot bigger. Yeah, often.
0: how tall is uh, Glesnis oh. and uh, Elliott? They're what, both 6'6"? 6'5", 6'6",
1: each, six? and really can move. It's not, they're not statues at that height either. So there's a reason they were both up for MLS Defender of the Year, and one of them won it. So the full credit to them. But they can be beat on the ground, no question about it. And that's how LAFC, I think, is going to have to do it you know, offensively. And the good thing is LAFC is not a team that only has that one trick in their bag, as you talked about, right. Vince. They've won games in different styles, different ways, different reasons, different people. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, what's going to have to happen tomorrow to beat a team like uh, Philadelphia. It's just a great matchup. No question about that. But LAFC, Vince, is the best team in MLS. And if they win tomorrow, they're the best team I've ever seen in MLS. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to 2019 LAFC. Right who was the best team I've ever seen.
0: God, I would, lo- I would love to see if it was possible, this team versus that 2019 <laughs> team. Uh, my LFC will win if uh, they have the type of reactions to turnovers that's both their own and the other teams that they had in the Austin game. I thought of all the things that we could talk about, the best thing was their ability to react. And like every time there was a loose ball, there was two, three guys in and around Just,
1: Just that little foot even. Mm-hmm. How many times did we see Kellen Acosta... Ilya Sanchez and Jose Sifuentes just get that toe on something and still control it. Yeah. So it was just, Austin were inches away at times, but again, in the midfield. So it wasn't as though, I mean, they really didn't get much going forward, but it was just that extra little effort in the playoffs. It's not a cliche. You've got to do that. Right. And if they do that against Philadelphia, you're right. It's going to be a success.
0: And I, I'm glad that you name checked those three guys because, man, they were everywhere They the were. passing Kellen Costa normally lines up on the left. I saw him all the way over to the right. I saw him filling in at fullback for Cheeky at times. I mean, he was everywhere. He knew, he knew the assignment, knew the moment, knew that there was no chance they weren't going to be in this final if he plays that way. So let's, let's move on to uh, we're going to wrap it up here. We're going to do it with our predictions. Oh, boy. I hate these. I got the Galaxy 1 right, Austin way wrong. Uh, I don't know how you've been with your with your predictions. We all, You always make them, but you maybe don't say them out loud.
1: It's difficult when you're broadcasting a game. Yeah. Now, look, I'm the broadcaster you for LAFC. You get to do this. If, you were, if you, know, you
0: were doing this for national media, you would yeah, not you do Yeah, you wouldn't this.
1: do it for national, yeah. but come on. I mean, who are we kidding? I know who I broadcast to, right? Mm-hmm. It's the black and gold. But I genuinely think the home field makes the difference. And I think it's two to one where, frankly, I think LAFC will... Kind of dominate that two to one in mm-hmm. a way. You know, there's different kind of score lines, right, as we course. know. And, yeah, in there's football, one nils I mean,
0: where you don't deserve to no, take one No, exactly.
1: And, or there's three ones where you didn't yeah. play that well. But I think it's going to be a good performance. I really do. And it's, certainly Philadelphia is such a tough team that you can't take anything lightly and it's going to be that close. But mm-hmm. LAFC is going to win this game. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what I want for you. I want a good game call. So oh. what I'm going to do is I'm going to one up it because I want one more Dave Denholm LAFC goal call. I'm going 3 1.
1: Fine by me, brother. The pipes are ready. Yes. I'm ready to go. Ready to go.
0: Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, this has been great. This has been awesome. I I mean, I hope that we get to do this every year, but there's no saying that you'll be back here. So I'm so glad that we were able to bring you guys a podcast every day this week leading up to MLS Cup Final. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I want to thank Dave Denholm. Thank you. The radio voice of LAC for joining me for this last one and how fitting it is before his first MLS Cup Final call. Dave, do you feel like you're properly ready now?
1: Yes, I do. I got to go do some more studying. You can always add some more to the broadcast, but I think I'm ready to go now, finally.
0: All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for us. This is Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. I want to thank Connor Colopsis one football, Josh Gross from the LA Daily News. Obviously, big John McCarthy, backup goalkeeper for LAFC, <laughs> and we hope we get to celebrate with him Saturday after this. Thank you again, Dave. Thank you to everybody in the chat. I hope you guys had fun. This will come out as a podcast, too. So if you didn't get to catch the live, I'll go ahead and put it out there so you can listen to it in the car as you make your way to MLS Cup Final tomorrow. It's going to be a 1.05 kickoff, but get here early. As we've said, no parking. So make sure you get here early. And if you can't, that's the man to listen to. <laughs> He'll we be, start where will
1: you be? noon at uh, 710 ESPN and the ESPN LA app with the pregame. Mark Rogandino will join you at noon and then kick off a little after one.
0: All right. You have your assignment. If you can't be here to celebrate with us in person, listen to the man, Dave Denholm. Thanks again. Again, inside LFC, the Max and Vince podcast. We'll catch you after the final.